to the Creative Entrepreneur Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Show. My name is Rosh, and it's so good to have you here. This week's show is how to use video to grow your creative business. And video is everywhere, and there are so many different ways in which you can use video. There are some that are very obvious, but some are not so obvious, and we're going to dig into those. I'm going to get into the social media part later in the show because there's some important things you can do with video and social media. But I want to tackle some of the things that are not social media related directly because video is just such a diverse platform that can really help you sell more, get people to know you better, help engage with you much better. And I know that that word engage through all these last, gosh, you know, 15 years of social media, it's been such a big word. Engage. You got to get them to engage. Well, video really does give you that opportunity to help people engage with you. And not only just engage with you, feel like they know you. If you read one of my blog posts and you read them regularly, you start to get an understanding of who I am. If you listen to my podcast, and I have a couple, this one, The Creative Entrepreneur Show or, or Two Blabs Podcast, if you're into YouTube, you'll, you'll get to start to know me a little bit better once again. However, if you watch me on video and you happen to like what I'm sharing, well, then guess what? You're you're going to have an even stronger, just like television, an even stronger connection if, if we connect via video. Because you can now see my, my body language. You can now see how I react in a way, you know, the eye-to-eye the, the contact, the, just the, the voice, the reaction. I mean, all the elements that make a relationship more so happen with video. And that's just super powerful and important. So digging in, there are many different types of videos that you can create. You can create how-to videos. When I say how-to, let's just talk about your website. Let's just talk about video on your website. When you put video on your website, there are a few things you can do. One, it shows that there's a real person behind the website. If you own a small business in a town and you have a video welcoming people, you have now made a connection. They, they may now say, oh, I've, I've seen that person around town before, or I've seen that person at networking events, or... If they see, and I've noticed this, especially with LinkedIn video, because I have a lot of people connect with me locally on LinkedIn, they see my videos, and it's easier for them to come up and say hello. And that's, that's really nice, because they feel like they already know me before they know me. And so they come up and they say hello. And the same thing happens when people go to your website and they see a video, an introduction of who you are. And if you're very real very genuine, it does make it a lot easier for people to connect with you. But you can also have those how-to videos or those frequently asked questions. You know, a lot of times we 
we're looking for answers. We, we bought a product. We bought a service. We, we, we have some basic questions that we want to answer. We don't want to bother anybody. We just want answers to the question. And if we create videos to help people out, create explainer videos, if we create, again, the how-to videos in, in a way that shows people exactly how to put something together that has been shipped to them via UPS or whatever it may be, that, that makes a big difference. It adds loyalty. People feel more loyal if, you've, if they feel like you are making it easy to do business with you. That is a big thing. And when you show a face and it's just not this corporate veil of, you know, opaque veil that you, nobody can see through and really see that there are people behind the website or behind the company, it just makes it a lot harder to keep that loyalty. Think about this. One of the things that works really well, as I mentioned, saying, hello, this is who I am. But if you've ever read the book Primal Branding, one of the important elements of developing a following is your, your origin story. Who are you in terms of where have you come from? You, you, have this, you have this business now, but why do you have this business? Why should people care that you have this business? What is it that makes you better than others? That can really, really put a solid point on it if, if you share your origin story, how you got where you are today. Another thing you can do, live is huge. We're doing live right now. Uh, we're live on YouTube. We can do question and answer, and I take breaks in between. Now, those of you who are listening to the podcast don't hear me answer those questions. If you go to the YouTube channel and watch the live version, then you'll see me pause and you know and ask answer the questions people in the chat. And I take little breaks along the way to do that because people are just saying hello and check in and so forth. But it allows me to make a connection, and you can do that with people who who follow you your products and services. And we'll dig deeper into that, of course, uh, when I talk more about social media. But just going live once in a while to answer questions for people who have liked your Facebook page or your LinkedIn or even YouTube. Make sure that they know that you are there and, and that you're accessible. That really does make a big difference. You know, I have a number of YouTube videos coming out. I had my 1,000th uh, upload video. I released that on Friday. And then I have this one where I'm talking about video for the podcast community. But then I have two more videos coming out this week on YouTube about YouTube. One of them being the one thing that really brings most YouTubers down and why they fail. Um, and it's probably not what you think. <laughs> it's really not. And it's quite often uh, the thing that people keep asking me about on my channel in terms of, you know, well, I'm not going to tell you. You have to watch that one. That'll probably be coming out on Wednesday. So I, I just wanted to mention that for those who are, one, watching live, and of course, those of you who are on the, uh, on the podcast and uh, who watch the channel. Another thing that I really, really like, too, with video is the ability to use augmented reality applications with video. What do I mean by that? This has been huge for me this year. I have um i i have cards i wonder if i have them right here and around let's see oh here's one this is one right here and those who are watching live on youtube this this 
card, if you take your camera and click on this, it'll turn, this card will start talking to you. My business card will start talking to you. And that's really great because a lot of times when you're networking with people, you say, look, just, just take your camera. It'll automatically pick up the QR code, take you to the right spot. And now my card will start talking to you literally. And, and not only that, it's updatable. So if I wanted to change that, I could change that and, and change an update or have multiple buttons where I have different topics on a business card. Taking print and making it more dynamic, three-dimensional, and having video is it's huge. And people really like that. And sometimes we have people who put, like, say, a business coach on the side of a cup who can have the same thing. And I'm holding up my cup of tea here, and I'm showing it to the, the camera. But you could have it right here, and people could see your latest information on the side of the cup because it's updatable. Think about that. So in other words, think about putting video anywhere. Yeah, you can do that now. You can put video anywhere. And that I find absolutely amazing. And I've done that for a few projects. And let me tell you something. I've had a few projects that have not gone well with this AR automatic thing. Uh, because we, we did a, a direct mail campaign uh, a few months ago for a client of mine. And it was, it was sent out to about 50,000 people. And about 10 people actually watched that video. And I think it's because they didn't know. They saw a QR code, but they really didn't know. Yes, the, I mean, the designer said, hey, click, you know, do the whole thing. But people don't know. Now, people are getting to know better because of obviously people are going to restaurants more and more and using QR codes to then look at the menu. But... It really needs to be something very intentional, which you actually show people that this mug, this direct mail piece, your business card, whatever it may be, it has a video on the other side. And you have to make sure that they understand that. And that, so this, we're early stages of all this, but it's going to become more and more popular. And down the road, when you hand somebody a business card, they're going to ask, is your presentation on it? And you can, you can say yes. And it'll be very, or if it's just a business card, it'll be boring. So, oh, just your name. There's no, no presentation, no additional information, nothing special, no special giveaway on your business card, whatever it may be. All those things can be a part of, of your video plan. It doesn't have to be this traditional, just go upload things to YouTube or Im embed them on your website. And can, it can go so much further today than it's ever been. Something we've been using video a lot lately for over the last year, of course, has been, well, face-to-face -face communication like Zoom or WebEx or Microsoft Teams. These are all video platforms where it's important to start to maybe maybe consider creating a space where you do this. I, I right now have some new lights it um, doesn't work really well in this live show in, when I, when I uh, actually set everything up. And, but I have a background here, and I have lights, and I have a set. What I'm trying to say to you is maybe consider creating a little set that maybe has some promotions you know, behind it or your logo behind it. That's cool. Uh, but make it a little bit more formal than what maybe you have been doing. In other words, it shows people that you're a professional. In video today, we're more and more doing our video calls through these platforms. 
you know, I, I think it, it really does. I get a lot of good comments when people take the time to set their setup for a real professional engagement in some way. You know, if you're a creative professional and you have your your photos behind you or or some of your work behind you or nearby as part of your set, that can really be helpful. And I think, I like I said, I've gotten a lot of compliments and in, in people have just said, wow, you know, you seem really professional because I have a professional microphone and lighting and all that and a set that honestly makes an impression. Now, it is part of what I do, of course, but you can do those little things to set yourself up for success, even if it is just a spot you always go to for your conference calls, for your one-on-one meetings. Because Zoom and WebEx and Microsoft Teams will continue to be a part of your sales process. It's most certainly part of my sales process. I'm meeting with people all the time, new prospects all the time for new business doing this. And we, it's important to do little things. One thing that I do that I think is important, it, maybe you've seen this before, maybe at the end of a video, you see people at the very end, they have a weird look on their face and their face is all scrunched up and they're not, they look mad or who knows, but it's like the last impression that you have of them. You know what? I I like to smile. When I'm turning off the video, I smile. And because a lot of times it'll capture that last screenshot as it's frozen, as everybody's going off, but they'll see a smile, a happy person that's leaving them. And that, I think, really helps the engagement portion. And do the same thing when you're turning things on. Keep a smile. Keep looking into the camera. Just because these are impressions that are going to last, the first impression and last impression, you don't want it to be. And yes, I think a lot of people understand what is happening, but I think subconsciously it does help. So consider that, especially when you're doing sales calls. I mean, these types of platforms are really good for sales calls. They're also good for thank you messages. They're good for follow-up. You can just send a video sometimes and just follow up with a video. Some people use audio only too, but a video is not a bad way to go, especially if you need to show somebody something. You can use your phone and even text a video on a regular basis to show people or have some videos in your phone that answer regular questions. So if somebody calls or texts you or they can call you and you say, okay, I need to show them how to do this one thing for my business. Maybe it's simply hanging something on the wall, some work you did, or maybe putting something together. You can instantly grab that video in your phone archive and then text it to them. them. That could be an amazingly helpful way to use video for your creative business. Advertising with video can be very effective too, especially especially on YouTube. Now, Facebook can work, but people don't watch long videos on Facebook. If I was going to do a Facebook video for advertisement, it'd be like 10 seconds and that's it, maybe 15, because people don't usually watch much more than eight seconds. But videos on YouTube, I really do, do like uh, to advertise. I have clients you know, one one penny per view, two, three cents per view, four, five cents at the most. I mean, some are more. I mean, it depends on that niche. Depends on what business they're in. Some can be very much more expensive. However, I get a lot of views in a specific area. So I have clients that, you know, we'll we'll take a zip code and they'll we'll bombard that zip code 
with one of their videos. And it works really well. People start to know their name. They see the videos regularly and it works. And it's not that expensive. So I really do like using advertising as a video. And like I said, all the characteristics that we just talked about, all the characteristics about connecting with people, all that's still valid when we're advertising. But a lot of times we, one, it depends on what you're trying to do. Generally, I'd look at it as more two things you would use video for. Branding, we talk about awareness, traffic, conversions, and retention. Those are the four areas of marketing that we like to work with. Video certainly is a big part of that branding element, developing your reputation. Remember, your brand is your reputation. And when people get to know you, you're developing that reputation on video. So that can be really, really helpful. But you can also develop a sales funnel through that system. Uh, just like on Facebook in general, people don't necessarily like to sell or buy right off Facebook immediately, but you can put them in a sales funnel. So you could have a video and say, look, I have a webinar coming up. Just go here, click this button, sign up for free. Things like that. Things where you can get people in an email list that works really well compared to saying, hey, buy my course, buy my product, buy my creative design, buy my whatever right now straight from the video. Doesn't work as well. It's better to usually use other types of marketing. Even retargeting can work better. You, people who seem to be on that page or watch most of your video, say people who watched half your video, you can target them. And that's true on Facebook and uh, YouTube, people who were really engaged with it. And not only that, YouTube will show you what percentage of people and how good your video is. Uh, so I'll look at a client, I'll even show the client, look, out of all the people who had the opportunity to watch your video, 60% of them actually watched it and over half of them made it all the way through the video. That's pretty good. That's actually really good. And that happened when I show that and that happens, that is beneficial. And the client understands that, that that person spent a whole minute understanding more about their business. And that person who may see a different advertisement later may be more apt to actually follow through. If it's an email or it's a different type of maybe a sign somewhere or, or whatever it may be, the chances are with each touch, they're going to be more inclined to actually use that service versus you know, your service versus another person's service as, as, a, as a creative or a traditional entrepreneur, whatever it may be. Another thing I, I like to use, and this probably could have been pushed up closer to the top, is using video for testimonials. One thing I like to do as a creative, when I, if you're a photographer, this is really good. Say you're taking a photograph of wedding, of a wedding, and during or at the end of the wedding, Ask the bride, what do you think? Did you have a good time? You know, say positive things. Something that they, you know, do you, did you enjoy working with us? And let the person who is actually, who's actually using your service explain to other people why they should use the service. Now, that could be done during the wedding. If you could say, hey, would you mind at one point I ask, you know, what you think? Or you could do it later at a different point in time. But do it soon when they have that enthusiasm. It could be if you're doing a model shoot or maybe a ca more casual portrait, those kinds of things. You could actually do it right then and there. It just depends. You have to, you got, you have to feel out the client first. But it, the, the, those testimonials can be golden because if people see bride or, or 
satisfied customer after satisfied customer over and over again, they're going to have a little more faith that, hey, you, you really, I mean, especially when they see that those are not written testimonials that anybody could write. These are sincere people saying, yes, this is the person you should hire. This is the person you should buy from. You should use their service. That makes a huge difference. And I think something you should probably consider doing and also doing it for your, for your clients or for people that you buy from. Because think of it this way. Let's say it's a you buy from a company that's a little bit bigger than yours and you regularly use their service or product and you send them a testimonial video. Chances are they're going to show it. So that can help your branding for one because people are going to see your face and they're going to remember you and maybe even refer you down the road because they thought, wow, this person took the time to help me and they're more likely to help you and and. And not only that, the more you do that, more places that you have, say, links to your website or your name elsewhere, that can help your branding or even your SEO with the links. So there are a number of ways to approach that. Consider all the ways in which you can use testimonials. Testimonials, whether for for you or for your, your clients. It's, it's just amazing uh, what, what you can do with it and, and take advantage of it. I mean, the people who do it really do see the benefit. I've talked about many different ways in which you can use video to grow your creative business. And one that is always very obvious is social media and how powerful social media is in general, but with video. And I go back to what I said in the very beginning, the power of video, the ability to connect with people. People feel like they know you. Some folks have mentioned that they've watched multiple videos of mine. Well, if they've watched multiple videos of mine, they probably feel like they know me a little bit, you know, and when you, you watch a YouTuber and you feel like you know them now, some YouTubers you watch, and I'm sure that's very common with me that they watch my videos like, ah, I don't like that guy. Okay, that's fine. There's another YouTuber, but some people watch my videos like I, I connect with this person and then they watch more. And that's the neat thing about it, because when you make that connection with the people that do appreciate what you're doing, it's a real good connection. And, and they feel like they, they know who you are. And if they see you at a conference or on the street, they're more likely to feel like or say hello, that they, they can connect with you and, and, and really have a real conversation with you and even refer you. But in social media, you can become an influencer. An influencer doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, you hear about a lot of influencers and they're all beauty influencers. Well, that's not necessarily the situation. You can just be the expert in your field. And I've done that a few times where you don't have to be a million channel or million like or 50,000, 100,000 people on Instagram situation. You just need the people who are in your industry to know you as a go-to person within your field. And that expertise can lead to more opportunities. That expertise within social media for the right people. Again, the average person may not even care that you're the expert on something, some element of coding or some element of manufacturing or, or a certain type of style of creativity, whether it's painting or photography or whatever, you know, most people may not even care. But the people who do care really care. And that can make all the difference in the world. 
And as I've said before, that has taken me very far. My podcasts and Twitter especially, and, and, and of course, this YouTube channel has given me opportunities. Facebook has given me opportunities. Those of you who watch on Facebook, it gives me opportunities to connect with more people, have more people talk about me and what I'm doing. And the same is for you. If you can really dive into that one niche and keep creating videos over and over again, or just use it as a support, or maybe just go live once in a while, as I mentioned earlier, going live for the question and answer, and use maybe just straight up uh, you know, your Instagram for imagery, and if that's what you need to do. A lot of us are visual creators, so using Instagram for imagery can really be helpful, but you can use your stories or do some short videos to help answer common questions or to, again, expand that connection. But social media hits on all four of those things we talked about earlier when it comes to your marketing. Awareness, traffic, conversions, and retention. The awareness, obviously your reputation, your branding, just your face being out there all the time, driving traffic. You can drive people to blogs, to different products, to landing pages, as we talked about, conversions. Obviously, as pe- people get to know you, and as I said, video makes helps people get to know you pr- much better. If they get to know you and feel like they know you better, it'll be a lot easier for them to buy from you because buying really is all about trust. And then lastly, retention, keeping people aware, you top of mind. In other words, when you're continuously sharing who you are, what's going on, all that stuff in video, and they see you passing by in their video streams, whatever, whether it is Facebook or, or LinkedIn or Instagram or TikTok. The thing is, if, if they keep seeing your name on a regular basis, that, that helps with the retention because they're not going to forget about you so easily. Because a lot of times people just forget about the people they've used in the past. As a creative entrepreneur, you don't want to. You've worked very hard to earn that customer. If they forget about you and go somewhere else, like who was that person I used a year or two ago? Where where did this come from? But if you're constantly in their feed, well, it's going to be a lot harder for them to forget you. And that's the idea. That's where that consistency element comes in. And that's why I mentioned, you know, I have my 12 o'clock go live on YouTube to record this podcast. That consistency really does help. Not so much that I'm going live on YouTube, but if forces me to be consistent with one of my favorite platforms, which of course is the creative, the creative entrepreneur show. I, I love sharing on this, on this podcast. So uh, that's, that's why I do it. So of course, if any of you have questions about your creative business, pop on over on Mondays, uh, Eastern Standard Time, you can catch it, rosh.video. Just put that in the URL and you'll, it'll take you right to my YouTube channel and you can watch live. Or if you've uh, watched my uh, work on Facebook, Rosh Media, you can catch it there too, wherever you wish to connect. But the main thing is, I appreciate you guys out in podcast land all these years that we have been sharing ideas to grow our photography businesses and our writing and our design business. There's so many different people. I know I have such a a core photography community, but it's expanded so much that I just like to recognize everybody that we are all creatives trying to live our dream, doing what we love to do 
every single day. We'll talk to you next week.